Welcome to Meaningful Desire. In this episode, I continue my conversation with Jaren Jeza Kokubra. We started off in the previous episode talking or conversing about goallessness. In this conversation, we talk more about my experiments with being in the no mind. What is that all about? And what has been my experience of it so far? Enjoy. And we're live. How are you, Jezza? Jolin? Oh, I am going good. How are you, Mr. Oliver? Good. good. This is a good continuation of our first talk yeah. on oh, uh, goallessness. Yes. The goal of goallessness. The goal of goallessness. It felt like um, mm. there were a, a bit of hanging things that we want to continue. Is yeah, that right? there's so many things that we can, um, I guess, cover and things I want to actually um, uncover from your thought, exp- not thought experiment, your actual experiment, right? So for those who, I guess, didn't tune into the last one and just by magically found uh, this talk, this podcast, uh, Oliver, what was um, your experiment and how did you get to that point and how, how did it go? Yeah, it's, uh, it's really like adapting mysticism from the Sufis, the Baals, the Buddhists. Yeah. It's more of how can I live when I'm just observing things as they happen in me. Mm. So really, it's a way to have the ego, the small, the self, just not put my attention in it, not put energy on it, not put energy in thoughts, and just live spontaneously mm-hmm. from my inner inner being, inner core. Yeah. So be there's a few angles I could look at. This one is be in this world but be not of it. So maybe it's better. It's a bit abstract. I'll just do it in my more concrete terms. So yeah. like I let, I'm watching my thoughts. And I just watch them. And interestingly enough, when I watch them, they just pass through and then I'm empty again and I'm responding again. So now I'm more real time with, with reality. Yeah. That's what I've been finding out. Is that sort of like the similar, just to put that into like, I guess to contextualize it a little bit, it's sort of like you'll, you'll say, you know how there's clouds just like passing by. You're saying like you're, you're placing those thoughts like that and eventually those thoughts will just ease away and disappear on a moment yeah. basis. Because if I don't, if I'm finding out if I don't put attention to the thoughts, they just run their course. Yeah. But if I try to suppress them, the stronger they get. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There was an interesting episode. When was that? Yes. Yesterday, someone mm. said something that criticized me and I, and then so I, I was going to react to it and I said, yeah. Oh, you're, you're practicing this. I just detached a bit and watched my, myself. I could feel that whoosh, and I felt the energy rise up and I was going to react. And then when I put attention in it, it just dissipated. And just I just, said, oh. I could still feel the power of it. Yeah. The hit when it hit the body and then, mm-hmm. and the energy got released. And so it didn't affect you anymore. It didn't really. No, I still felt it, but I. But then there was a delay, and I could choose. Okay, I could choose to just be automatic. Yeah. Or I could choose a better way of responding. I did. I did respond, but in a less, in a less confrontational way. I kind of say, oh, but it's like this, and then leave it at that instead of. Yeah, I just go like escalation, right? Escalation. I feel like you you responded to that rather than reacting. To be honest, like, but you had that really deep. uh, I can't can't really put words into it, but you had that deep focus. Like you lost it, and then you were like, I got it. You know? Yeah, because I I I guess I'm doing the experiment, right? So I'm Mm. aware throughout the day, like even when I'm walking. Are you walking or are you thinking about something else? <laughs> it's very easy. It's okay. Let, let, them, let the thoughts come and then you just watch. It's a thought. And 
Mm. So it's easy for your mind to wander off, essentially. Yeah, and also uh, let's do it from another angle, like um, the conscious mind, this discursive mind, the voices, the one that says this is you. Yeah. It's only a small part of, um, in terms of bandwidth. It's a bit like, I think we can only process seven things, you know, seven plus two. So you can only remember seven things in, in a that, given moment in this uh, working memory. Yeah, mm. you can chunk them, but but essentially that's that. So that's just apparently it's like forty bits per second is the bandwidth of consciousness. Really, forty bits per, per second. second, which is the consciousness. The consciousness. Yeah, yeah. some people did experiment, but the eyes receive like millions of bits per second. You know, when when we see stuff. Yeah, the hearing is hundred thousand bits. There's a lot entering. Yeah, yeah. But we filter it and we just focus on what we need to focus survive. Yeah. Survive basically, because mm. or it's too much maybe. So I, I, I'm feeling that by doing this no mind state, I'm letting in more of the information. That's more of the richer, yeah. richer. Yeah. It's been an interesting experiment and it's just coincided to, I'm listening to Mist- lectures in mysticism. And yeah. I also did this um, Sattva yoga school in Himalayas over Zoom for oh. a week. Yeah. And yeah, it's more in the, there are practices in breathing, simple things like, you know why, why the yogis do this? Is that for the, will they do that for, just to say there namaste right it's just to give thanks to the moment yeah it's the yeah namaskar mudra there's that but behind it it's the union it's union of the left and right hemisphere Uh... so i'm saying i'm being total in front of you i'm giving you my whole yoga is about union really Yeah. So I'm being total in presenting myself to you. Uh, and that's why in, in, in some of the exercises, we cover one nostril and then shift. It's also balancing. The, yeah. I've done Even the before. third eye, if you think about it, the third eye is in the middle. So it links the two eyes. Yeah. It's the whole oh, science wow. behind it. Yeah. This, I didn't even know that. <laughs> and I've been doing yoga for like how long now? <laughs> yeah, me too. And it's also linking... You know, when you hold the asana, when I hold the asanas and the breathing, yeah. it's a sympathetic and parasympathetic working. Because right? yeah. it's, it's uncomfortable, but then how do I get comfortable in this weird position? Yeah. While being conscious of the breathing, so it makes me a whole person. I'm in my body, I'm breathing. At the same time, I'm also in my mind. So. Yeah. So, but really, so the practice, it's paradoxical. The practice of emptying the mind allows me to be total. <laughs> that is very paradoxical. Wow. Which makes sense because um, there's no other way. Because yeah. if you're not empty, it will always be limited. It will always be finite. Yeah. In a weird, and also, yeah, another thing I've been learning is how to be in paradoxical way of being. Like anything that's born will die. So the moment yeah. you're, the moment, I'm born. I'm, I already started dying as well. Oh so the question gosh. is, <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what is in me that's not that that's that's not born? Mm. So this is where the whole reincarnation thing comes in. Yeah. Well, I, I guess with that whole oh, statement is, what what's inside of you that's not born yet? Have you figured now, that out yet? It's not not born yet. What oh, is has, what is eternal? What's has, eternal? Yeah, yeah what's the, eternal to you? It feels to me it, it will be that witnessing thing, whatever that the watching and this this awareness that seems to be feels to me outside of time. Because I've also done a lot of past life regression in that. So I've looked at past lives oh my and God. there's still someone looking. So that thing 
cuts through lives. So, you know. Oh, wow. So, I mean, in physics, you could also think about it because like energy cannot be created, cannot be transformed. Transformed or transferred, yeah. And no, no one's really explained how the universe came to be. But yeah. some physicists are saying maybe there's no beginning. It's always, it, it's just there, eternal. Yeah, it's like with energy too, it's like, it's finite, right? And a lot of us don't realize like without energy, you can't remove or add energy. It just is like, like it's just there, put, yeah. yeah, you can just put energy with time, right? Time doesn't stop for you. Time doesn't like slow down. I mean, time itself is what it is. What yeah. is it? It's just the best. So far, I've been thinking about this or considering this. It's changed, really. The only way we could, if nothing was changing, there will be no time. If everything yeah. stood still. Yeah. yeah. On a moment to moment basis, there's always something changing, you know? Yeah. And it's uh, kind of irreversible. Yeah. Even, even as we speak right now, our cells are, you know, they're, they're replacing each other, like very slowly and stuff. Like if, if you go through that through science, um, yeah, like, I guess another question I really wanted to ask, and this is probably something we spoke about like like a couple minutes ago, was um, your experiences so far in, in running your experiment, but um, in in a in a setting where there's so much happening, you know, like this, it's one thing that's right now in this moment, because like, it's so easy to focus on just me, my hand movements, my voice, you know, your mind is like conscious is switched onto that. But say, how was your experiences running that, like? Uh, I guess, like in a crowded place or like in a, in a place where there's like 500 things going on at once. Have you been to, I guess, a, a crowded place or like somewhere that's like a lot of distraction um, that could... Like the, you mean like the internet? <laughs> like Twitter? <Yes. laughs> the internet is literally a state of distraction. It's just mm. there to, like, to distract you. It's, just, it's to choose if you want to be distracted by what you engage with essentially well i guess my experience has been yeah it works if i'm being total yeah in an interesting kind of way like um you know some people try oh, i'm gonna get off facebook oh, i'm gonna do a facebook diet but in a way if i a facebook if I diet do the, if, if i do the <laughs> fasting or if i do the abstinence or the you know what they call it Nowadays, we call it, uh, well, I, I heard it was uh, social media detox. Mm-hmm. And people go, deactiv- I do this from time to time when I feel like I'm getting too addicted to social media. It's, I deactivate and I just feel my brain craving to check Facebook, to check yeah, Twitter. That's what I'm saying. Check stories, right? That's what I'm saying. It's, uh, if, if I'm against or for something, it's the same thing. Yeah. So like love and hate is, is two sides aversion and uh, attraction yeah the idea is to detach but let it run its course just let it be so if i'm gonna scroll i'm just gonna scroll i'm gonna be present and be aware and then it, and it burns and then it's done and i do something else yeah. Yeah. yeah whereas if i i'm not gonna look but then oh, oh it's so <laughs> carrying it you know yeah do you feel like that would be a good exercise to conduct if you had an addiction, for example? I don't really know. Um, Are you addicted well, to anything at the moment? Of course we will. I, I mean, as, as in you, like while you're running this experiment, did you have any addictions, whether it's addiction to, say, um, a Reddit feed or like or to YouTube or to eating a coffee? Coffee. Coffee? You're addicted to coffee? Yeah, and also, I guess I, it would depend on how we define addiction. Right? Yeah. Addiction, yeah. I know if I stop drinking coffee tomorrow, I'm going to have a headache for a few days. Until, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think it's addiction because my body will crave it. You crave it, yeah. Yeah. So addiction comes into what we spoke about last, um, last talk, right? It's, it's desire. You're, like, you're addicted to it because you desire it. Would you agree um, or would you not agree? <laughs> I think it's not just that. It's, um, it's multi-layered. Because, no, I don't want to. 
make desire look bad because it's life force. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. make the misconception that all religions have tried that and it just created more hell for the world, the world. suppress mm. sex, suppress other forms of sexuality because oh, yeah. it's not procreation. You know what I mean? I don't want to go within there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Let's not go back into that. Um, in that to the in abyss. The, in, to the, the abyss. <laughs> in the suppression complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What I'll say is, um, my experience is because I've, in one of the trainings I did, we did, um, we did twelve steps. I didn't finish it, but to see the, to feel the mechanism. And I went to America and I sat at some of the AA meetings. It, in fact, I sat in one of the places where one of the early, I think maybe it's where it started. In, I think it was in, in San Francisco, I think, or LA. Anyway, the idea is with, with, with these 12-step programs, so in an addiction, there's something, a substance or an activity mm. takes over the sovereignty of the person. Yeah. So the idea with the program is you, because if you could overcome and you would have done it already, right? Yeah. So that means more powerful than you. So what I think in the program does is they surrender to a higher power. That's not mm. the addiction. That's why people, a lot of my atheist Marxist friends don't like it because they don't, some people are allergic to the concept of God, <laughs> are allergic to the concept of um, a deity. I have mm. friends like that. Whenever I mention God, they just look at me funny and they just don't. Fully, they, just, fully they, they, they think they think it's a it's a crazy thing. Yeah. But my my thing is, I don't want to be the end of the line. What do you mean, end of the line? Like, I'm. There's not nothing greater than me. I think that's absurd. Because no. that would yeah. yeah. I guess if you don't believe in something greater than than me then that means I'm the end. <laughs> yeah. But it's paradoxical because in this mysticism, the idea is to become a Buddha, not become a Buddhist, be melt with the, with the ocean. Mm. But the thing is, I'm not the ocean, I'm in the ocean. In the way like, your God, I'm everyone's God, most of us are just sleeping. Mm. Sleeping God. And it's about awakening. It's a bit awakening like... Uh, in what sense? To, to our self-nature. Uh, I see. Out of the conditioning. The more I do this, the more I realize. Even now as I'm talking to you, I'm, analyze, I'm feeling, is what I'm saying really come from me? Or did I just read it from somewhere? Or did someone tell? Do you know what I mean? A lot of the things, we don't even know who we are because we're so part of the context, our upbringing. What we learned we were, yeah. Sometimes or a lot of the times, certainly when I was a bit younger, I I did parrot a lot of things. Yeah. I just learned learned the phrase and just repeated it. But yeah, there was a phrase I, I went to a Buddhist Zen, but I think I didn't penetrate deep enough because I didn't make it my own. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I've changed. In the past, I used to be putting a lot of quotes in social media. Mm -hmm. Now I no longer do that. What I do is I read something and then I digest it and I re then I rewrite it in my own words. I have to make it my own. So you, you take whatever is, is, is Insights, given to you and then you like you sort of sit with it, you digest and then, it, and, and then, and then you, come out of my own words so that yeah. it becomes part of me rather than yeah. Cause, uh, it's nothing because I've been through that too. Where, oh. This says this in this book. Therefore, I'm right. But that's a book. How do you know it's yeah. right? Do you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. yeah. And that's why it's powerful, though, because you take you, you you have this this mindset of this mind where you're like, or this this way of taking something, and you know, it's you don't take it for a grain of salt. You always let it sit there, and you're just like, okay, how do I perceive this? Like, what's my collective experiences towards this? quote or this this thing and and what can i make of it how can i relate this to my own collective experience yeah and the beauty with the with what gautama buddha did or siddhartha yeah is like an awakened person can still make mistakes mm. 
it's not like not in you're, you're Catholic, right? In in Catholicism, mm. the Pope is supposed to be infallible, which is ridiculous. Because mm. the whoever sits in that chair is believed to be infallible. But yeah. we've known through history they're not. Whereas in the in, in the when what Siddhartha started, you're just more you're just awake, but that doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes because you're still... You're still human, essentially. Yeah, and actually, you, we're all in it. Yeah. So one of the, 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 the ways to also not judge things, just look at it as it's happening. Yeah. Not, not be, oh, that's good, that's bad, because that's where it already creates the division. As soon as you label something, so, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, so if I'm divided here, it's not gonna work for me because there'll be a lot of war inside of me. Yeah, but but I guess if you if you have that sort of perspective of doing things, how about what about your gut feeling? What does your gut feeling say? Even if your gut feeling says, "Oh, that's bad," they're doing or what what he's saying, based on your experiences, mm. right? Would it's you part still of it. That, detach that's... it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's not that. It's again. It's not. It's not suppressing. <laughs> it's it's to. Um, that's their nature. Yeah. Like if. It's like if I flight. see a lion. Yeah. Not really. It's 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 the nature of something that's not me. Mm-hmm. So if 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 I see a snake that's gonna attack me, I'm not gonna say the snake is evil. It's in the nature of the snake to do uh, it, right? Okay. And then it's up to me. It's actually really useful as well for um for interpeople rap interaction. Like there's a story where God uh, Siddhartha was walking to a town and a town and someone really insulted him. Mm-hmm. And he didn't react, he just said okay. And then went by and then his disciples said, what, what, what happened? Why, he was insulting you. What, why didn't you get back at him? And said, That's his nature. And I just happened to be there. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, if, if it wasn't me, he, he would have insulted someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting kind of, like a simple, to simplify, like if, I, if I'm awake, walking on the street and I see dog poo, I'm just going to try to avoid it, right? I'm not going to yeah. think, oh, that's bad. That's, uh, oh, it smells like I'm shit. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, some people do that. They just go under this and then you're all right. I'm already victim to the external circumstances. It can yeah. control me. Yeah. I feel I like the, the still grappling with it because, yeah. because I still fall down to the, I still fall down to the, oh, I'm reacting. It's also good. It's fine. Yeah. It's good to see where. It's good to see where I get triggered. It's a, it's a commonly used term now. Just watch the triggering and let it run through. I really wanted to um, go through um, how, what you thought, or maybe what you, f- you felt was going to happen um, before you ran this um, experiment versus um, your perceptions now. Like how did anything change like along the way? Did you learn um, anything really big um, that you, I guess, would you recommend doing this experiment uh, for someone that's like contemplating it, have, having the goal of goallessness? Or no mind, yeah. It's, I yeah. think it's, I wrote, I think yesterday, no mind, uh, mindfulness cannot hold the candle to no mind. Because I think mindfulness is, is still in the mind. It's becoming like a corporate thing now. It's becoming like a commodity to be consumed. Yeah, that's so weird, right? Oh, yeah. Whereas like no it, mind is, it's really no mind. You're outside the paradigm. Yeah. So I, I'm shifting now from mindfulness and meditation to no mind. I'm gonna, I think it captures more the experiment I'm running. So what would you, how would you define mindfulness and how would you define no mind? And what was the difference between the two? Mindfulness is a, pra- is a practice. 
as mm-hmm. most, I mean, again, it's definitions, but I think most people would define it as such. Like, I've got my inside timer, I'm gonna do the, you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a thing you do. Yeah. Whereas no mind is what I am. That's where it starts from. The spontaneity comes from the emptiness that's, that's not, it's not, in a way, the, the ego is a dream, and if I wake up, it's just gone. It's something to be achieved. I think that's a big, one of the biggest, um, to me, one of the biggest illusions that I've been chasing for most of my life is if I just do this, if I just find the right technique, if I just sit the number of hours, <laughs> 10,000 hours, you know what I mean? It's all was, it's already here. It's just let it come out. <laughs> it links to the Taoist things of doing by non doing. Yeah. Make it, it, yeah. And also in, in the Hindu, like um, Sat Chit Ananda, so truth, consciousness, and bliss. So ultimately, yeah. bliss is, the, is, and also Satcham Shivam Sundaram, truth is God, and God is beautiful. Mm. So, to me, yeah, I, I'm seeing a lot more beauty. Like my Instagram feed has totally changed since I did this. Uh, oh, I'm really? I'm seeing beauty everywhere I look. Yeah. If you look at my Instagram, it's all about flowers and clouds. <laughs> I keep seeing these things like, oh, this, this moment is just so beautiful. I have to capture it and then yeah. it's gone. And it's another moment. Yeah. Because it will never be that exact same moment ever again, you know? No. Nah, yeah. In fact, Today, I came to the same place. It's sort of different from last time, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm becoming more blissful inside. And when when the storms come, I just watch it. It's like... (laughs) You're you're sort of like that thing is like, this too shall pass, you know? Like when a storm comes, you're just like, you know that it's going to pass. Yeah, it's energy, just... and it's also... Mm. But being awake to it, right? Not, not trying to not see it. You know? Not trying to see it. Well, that's, I think that's what everyone tries to do nowadays. Anyway, not, well, that's a generalization, but um, in terms of, like, distraction and, like, when problems arise, you know, that's when um, you sort of, like, you're, like, until it's gone. Yeah, that's one, and... That's one. Oh, another way. One of the many, Yeah. Another way of that helped me is like, you know, you get a circle. Mm-hmm. There's a center. Okay. And there's a circumference. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things happening is in the circumference. And if, I, if I'm in the center, it's like the eye of the storm. That can happen. It's fine. But I'm in the center. Uh, so I could watch the, the game. And yeah, so in... in in Hindu, they also called the Leela, you know, play. Yeah, this is creation is a play, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not I detach from it. Yeah. I'm still in it. I'm still, I'm still Instagramming, tweeting, I'm still dancing. I'm still here. I'm not running away in a mountain. Yeah. But it becomes more, more joyful, more blissful. And also, the sadness is also deeper, but. It's all in, you know. <laughs> not, not trying because to. Because you really, you're really experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like to me that you're really enjoying the process. You know, the process is the. It's not the goal. It's that. It's just the process. You're just yeah. the process. You know, you're not. You're not aiming towards a certain anything because it's yeah. already there. Yeah, but I tell you, the mind still comes in there like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What if you run out of money? Yeah. What are you going to do? What's your... Fear? It's, it's, that's, that's the challenge. That's the thing, yeah? That's the challenge. Is like, the oh, mind is too clever. Because <laughs> you've got all that knowledge about like everything now, right? You've got, you've got such an expensive knowledge in terms of like all the things that you've done. Um, and, and also, like, just when talking about like like the money and stuff like how are you gonna supplement like maslow's hierarchy of needs right you do you you, you know maslow's hierarchy of needs it's like you know you got the the need the things that you need like food water 
and then you've got the things that you want and then the things that you like will only um get you'll only satisfy actualization. If all the other, yeah self-actualization yeah actually i think i have to read maslow apparently that's a mischaracterization of what he said because people really? yeah people want the neat clean categories yeah but if you think about it it's all interpenetrating you know mm. it's like it, it, if i'm in the flow i can earn money easily and get shelter and clothing it's not like you need shelter yeah. and clothing first yeah that's the linear thing it's another yeah. thing it's not linear like that yeah yeah, yeah. that's, that's no, the I'm... first step i did into this path was to live a less linear life mm. where i have to do this first to get that to get the girl to get the the happiness and... yeah that's that's the thing with the like the, the byproduct of a goal that's why someone sets a goal essentially you know but uh, this is so like like this is such, such a contrast from what i'm going through right now anyway oh like, yeah say, like, say your hearing, side of it yeah say your side what of you're it. saying like i feel like you're on this like like say if we put that ocean example again Okay, I know I keep bringing this up, but I feel like you're just like, have you seen Life of Pi? No, I haven't. No. Ah, okay, so essentially he's like in a, in a little raft and he's just sitting there and he's experiencing all of this great like sea animals, like he's this great life in the ocean. Um, yeah, you're just chilling in that ocean, literally. And I'm sort of on this ship, it was like, I need to get, to, I need to follow this lighthouse to this island like I'm, I'm like i've got that goal you know and that that goal is uh, like for me in my experience right now it's it's helping me like push through like the challenges of right now because i know look i need a i need a grind for this because then um i'll be able to get this and that and then that and then it'll help me achieve what i want to achieve um in in my present moment i mean there's nothing wrong with that. It, it depends on what's inside, you know. Like, mm. have you, heard, you you know about stoicism? Stoicism, define yeah. it. It's a movement, philosophical movement. I think started in in Greece in the Stoa. Stoa is where they stand in the in the agora in the market. Yeah. yeah. And and it's a bit similar to what I'm saying, but they're more like uh, like stoic examples is when they wake up in the morning they think if i lose everything if i die that's a, that's a meditation yeah ah you know the C cbt cognitive behavior therapy yeah a lot of it is based on stoicism so stoicism means you think change your thinking and you change the way you experience the world the way you live yeah And the reason I say no story as an emperor. Oh my gosh. I think it's catching up. Are you back? I'm back. Sorry about that. That's all right. What was the last thing you heard? Uh, the Emperor. I was listening from Emperor and then the little bit of audio cut off. Yeah, Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, Marcus Aurelius was the Emperor of Rome. So he's mm -hmm. one of the most powerful persons during his time. Yeah. But yet he was a Stoic. So he, he wrote one of the, his diaries. So in the diaries, he he meditates and what if I lose the empire tomorrow? Yeah. And another one, I forgot the name of the slave. So what I was saying is like, you can still have the mindset, even if you're successful. It doesn't mean it can be, but it's not. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm on that path. The trick is how to be wherever you are. But yeah. 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 yeah Cause I'm, I guess I'm on that. It's like, like, even if I fail at something, it's like, ah, oh, you know, I always know that there's another opportunity coming or whichever. Like I'm on that sort of mindset. So um, I'm also on that where I sort of like sacrifice. Uh, um, lately, I've been just like sacrificing a lot. Not 
like like sort of desirable things that I would want to do after say a long shift at work sort of like um, playing a video game or um, you know staying up a little bit longer just to enjoy say a tv show now I'm like sleeping at nine o'clock because I know the value of my sleep and waking up at like four four thirty in the morning just because I want to be awake when it's, it's so quiet um, and, and go to the gym and just like be alone and be able to like work on like um, um, getting that discipline to wake up and like not um, be distracted mm-hmm. from like everything else. And does that feel good? It feels, it feels great. Like I, oh, I feel like at yeah. the start, like it's like, oh, you wake up and you're like, oh, you want to go back to sleep and you have the oldest desires. Mm-hmm. But I think in my brain, I'm like, if I go back to sleep, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like so angry at myself. Like, like mm. I know this, this, this is painful right now, but like, like say 20 minutes after the, after I'm awake, I feel better. I'm like, wow, I feel so good. Like it's only 4.30 in the morning and I still got so much to do and everyone's quiet and I can do whatever I want. Mm. You know? And is there another part of you that's against that inside yeah. you? There's another part how of does that, how, 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 did, how did they relate then? Well, one of me, it's, it's, it's my, um, I guess it's my desires to like catch a couple of more Z's. Like, cause the desire is like really strong. It's like, look at that bed. It's so comfortable. <laughs> it's like, it's right there. You can, you can get like an extra couple of hours of sleep. It's like, Oh, look, just five more minutes. But I've already made those mistakes. You know, you, you lay down, you take a nap. And you wake up two hours later and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> What's the point of that? Um, I and guess it was, yeah. I'm just curious, is that that other you that wants to get more sleep, does that part of you give you something else that's not given by the regimented part of you? Yeah, it's, it's I guess it's just um, me uh, reacting, like, me getting I guess desires from my body to just like not get up like my mind's like no don't do it and I and like me my actual me is like no you have to get up like it's 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 you have to do this you know mm. so what's your relationship with your desire my desire is I want to my relationship with my desire yeah Mm. I haven't been asked this question mm. in a while, if not ages. Um, so my relationship with my desires. I like to practice um, self-control. Mm. Like when I want to desire something, it's because um, it's it's sort of like the reward mechanism feels so much better when you when you, you know, when you say you have like a chocolate bar there and like you like resist it for so long that when you actually eat it (laughs) for like the the longer, it's like this weird thing relationship where the more you like, like wait for it and like if you desire it and you just like wait, um, the tastier it is. Uh, (laughs) It's like the more you resist it, the more, um, the more it'll taste better in the end that makes sense it's like that desire it's like uh going on a four-hour bushwalk without eating yeah and then it's like and what you eat bite. at the end of that bushwalk it's gonna be so delicious <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that's my relationship i love doing stuff like that so whenever uh, i feel like i i really like desire something like whether it's um um like a new new tech thing to come out or um like a new goal or like, like I really like want to like something that's like, this is like desire in terms of like consuming something. So say if I want to, like I'm on a, I want to like lose like, like say five kilos on a summer shred. And I see like my family, like eating so much chocolate, pizza, pizza, <laughs> pizza, ice cream, pizza, ice cream. And it's just there, you know, like no one's going to know that I ate it. But for me, it's like sitting right there. And then after the first day, you're like, yeah, you know, oh, that looks yummy. And after day two of like not having anything like with sugar or like anything like like any junk food, you're like, oh, 
And then after day three, day four, day five, it starts to glow and it starts to like really be like, oh, I forgot what that tastes like. Maybe just one bite, you know, just one bite, you know, <laughs> like a funny Nemo. <laughs> and then in day seven, you're like, oh, shit. Like it's sort of that, like that, that notion. But by the time you finish, like say I finish it, there was once in a period that I, have, I did where I didn't eat for, like Maccas for like six months, right? And then so when I first tasted that like first bite of like the nuggets, like I remember craving the nuggets so much to the point that I, that I just like, oh, like there's one day I just thought about nuggets the whole day. It was so weird. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I was like, why am I thinking about nuggets so much? It's just because like my, um, my colleague was eating it and then I was just like... like <laughs> the smell gets you, smell. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It, you, you just notice everything else gets enhanced too, right? It's like the smell, mm. like you appreciate it, like, and you just, you just desire it. So then um, after I finished my, like that six month goal I set um, to not have it, I had the one bite and I was like, I kid you not, that tasted so good. It was bad. Um, I ended up eating like 20 nuggets myself. And then at the end of it, <laughs> it went from like my, my, my dopamine levels was like up here. But by the end of it, I was like down here. It just felt like Ugh. I felt sick to the point that I almost vomited. And I was like, why does this taste like so bad yeah. right now? Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> So then that desire was broken and then I haven't had like, like that nugget experience in a long time because it was just like that one moment. It just like, yeah, it just changed my desires about it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So just going back to your one with the goal of the goallessness, how, how long are you going to run that for? Did you, did you hear my question or did it lag? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I Sorry, did hear my it. screen like lagged out. Yeah. I feel like I keep going. I don't know. There's no going to, the goal of the goallessness. Um, the, 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 having no goal. It's kind of against it because otherwise it's it'd be it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, all right, all right, it's been four weeks, all right. <laughs> Time to, time to set the next goal. <laughs> I just feel it, I guess, when it's... Uh, that's how I run my experiments, and anyway, I just feel... Okay, it's time to Oh, so you that. could be like, in the next hour, you'd be like, oh, I don't want to run this anymore. and do something else. Yeah. How about you? Do you do experiment? Do you have a current experiment? Current experiment is... Yeah, I do. So mm -hmm. having an experiment itself is a goal. You know that, mm -hmm. right? The, the experiment you're running is still a goal. Cause you're, you want to find out, you know, how you experience this. That's a goal itself. Right. The experiment <laughs> is the method, right? The method. Yes. Yeah, and the, yeah, having yeah, the method yeah. you're running is the goal. Yeah. I mean, I think goals are more defined. And a reward Me mechanism too. Right. Yeah. I guess mine's more, um, it's not quantified. It's yeah. Yeah. Again, words are yeah. It's a thing. What, what what do we actually mean when we say words, right? <laughs> <laughs> but then, if we don't say things, then we never can. Yeah. We can't communicate. So it's, it's one of those double bind thing. Yeah. When you say something, it's it's inadequate. But then, if yeah. you don't say it, then it's not said. <laughs> For, for me, I guess, like my goal, my, well, you have, you have no goal, but my goal. No, no, you, you, I'm asking you, I'm curious about yeah, it. Yeah, my, my goal right now is to just use every minute or like every hour that I have, that's like a spare time, free time, um, in terms of like, just to uh, really, 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 really um, dish out content, any content, whether it's like um, doing a podcast with you or um, just, um deciding like just experience something new essentially mm. and and really um it's it's sort of like what you're like you're you're doing like just live literally like living in moment to moment basis but for me it's like i'm, I'm running this uh, thing where i'm doing daily fives again 
So my daily fives is a concept where I got, um, um, where you, you just get a journal every day and you write down five things you want to achieve in that day. And once you achieve those five things, you can do whatever you want because you'd be like, oh, mm. was today for me productive? Um, and the reason I do that is because um, it just gives me that peace of mind that I'm like, okay, so if I did those daily fives today, um, that's, you get five things done. And then in seven days, you get, wait, what's seven times five? 35. <laughs> you get 35 things done. And then you, you know, it just adds up. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I guess, a... yeah, for that, um, I'm really living moment to moment basis, but um, ensuring that I like, literally want to live that grind life at the moment. So my desire right now is to just grind. So, so uh, do you know what, what you're grinding towards? Uh, yeah. So do you have I like wanna... a vision? Do you have like a vision board? Some people do that. Vision board? Oh yeah, that's that's my yeah. journal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really wanna. My vision board is to really, um, really, it's it's not really actually. Like I wanna, I wanna start a startup that fails. Really, like so I wanna dish out, create like mini experiments with different startups, right? And then the other one is I want to really just spam my thoughts and ideas out there, like on the internet and everything. Because I feel like before um, I have all like, like, like all this knowledge, but I never really shared it as much. Mm. Like I was really mm. conservative in terms of like, oh, what I would say online. Um, and what sort of YouTube videos I would dish out and, and everything like that. But doing that is like, it delays, you know, I, I really miss out on like documentation of what I was doing at the time. You know? uh, the process. Yeah. Yeah. The process. Like I missed yeah, out on yeah. like, like, like so for me, for my, I guess for my YouTube channel is I have like a lot of unlisted videos. I have a lot of unfinished edits and I only post the best, best of each mm. YouTube video. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's because like, I, I was building this, um, like I was like having this high quality, but when I realized the quality was just me saying that's high quality, I should have just dished out everything and who knows yeah. what, what, and like, let, pe let people take what they want. <laughs> take what they want. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. That's, that's what it is. You know, it's just, you post it and, and you shouldn't really like, like really, really care. Um, like, like if, if this is going to offend a, or this is going to offend B because whatever you say or whatever you do is always going to offend someone, you know? Mm. Like you can't please everyone, essentially. Yeah, and if you do, then you end up. Then it's not your really self. You end up torturing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to conform to everyone box, everyone else's boxes of they yeah. want who they want you to be. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, this is good. It's eight oh one. So if you have yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, I gotta go. I'll. I'll we'll just end it here. Um, I'm happy to keep continue like running these little, um, these, these not little, why, why did I say little? These amazing, it's okay. these, <laughs> these amazing podcast talks, like, yeah, like they're very, like, this could be a recording of our process as well. I, yeah. I feel we're, pro we're processing when we're doing this, you know? Yeah. And uh, to be honest, the first, like that was the first time I did a podcast was with you like the last time. And I got so much good feedback from that. Mm. Um, that's why I really um, want to continue doing it as well. Even if I got bad feedback, like for me, like my own feedback to myself was like, wow, that was really, it was really eye opening, you know, like yeah, hearing yeah. about like what you're doing, then giving me like a self reflection of like what I'm doing. It's like, it's really like making me think in different ways. Like it's very, it's, it's such a weird thing. Yeah. Experience, but it's really nice. I like, like, splurging it all out yeah i'll, I'll end it with uh because with this experiment my experiment and mysticism there's a lot of yeah. metaphors i really love it one of the metaphors is they call in, in the ancient tradition this is the master right and then when the master carries the light yeah it ignites light in other people yeah but he never or he or she never loses the light yeah so when you're in that sharing mode, when you share it, I still have it. It's yeah. not like I lose it when I, when I have the candle and you have a unlit candle and then I light your candle. Mm. 
you're lighted and lighted, but I still have the flame, right? Yeah. I didn't lose it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like, I like too about um, what you just said? It's like with your podcast or even just with the internet, we have like this scalability thing that no ever human has ever had ever. Where yeah. we can reach out to anyone at any time and you can literally like your ideas, Oliver, you literally light the candle um, in their brains, right? It's, it's like um, your experiences and when you share those experiences or me sharing my experiences, it's like you're impregnating their brain. And one of my um, like good, like, like, like mentors or slash friend is um, he, he talks about it. Frank Yang is like, it's called mind fucking. Like when you, when you share your experiences or your, yourself to someone else um, with your ideas and you give them that idea, you're literally impregnating their, their brain um, with your idea or your, your journey. And they're like, it, it starts to live in them too. Like, yeah. It's like uh, Matt Ridley in his book, uh, forgot the title, but it's like uh, innovation happens when ideas have sex. <laughs> mm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two different ideas, they have sex and they get give birth to other ideas. That's where the greatest innovation happens. That's transdisciplinary, Oliver. Boom. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Thank, thank you so you. much for having me and thank you for everyone for listening. Now we're having each other. This is we're having each other. <laughs> thank you for having each other. Have thank you? you for having each other. Oh, we'll borrow Tyson Young Kapoor's term. It's good to have this us to, us to conversation. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pronoun, us to. <laughs> us to. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Peace out, man. Take care. Good night. Good night. Thank you.